Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Another podcast is upon us. It is now time for the Daily Mind. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's your weekend? Um, I mean, so weekend. What the hell am I talking about? Your, how's your Wednesday? Damn, I wish it was the weekend, I guess. Um, hope everybody's day is going by. This is my last day off before I go back to work, but it's okay. I have a short week. Two days to work, and then the weekend is upon us. So I had a really, really good two weeks off, two weeks and a half, that is. And, um, yeah, I had a good time. I had a really, really good time. Um, Visited family members I haven't seen in ages, some I've seen not too long ago. But I got a chance to travel, mix it up with everybody. I think, you know, that that's just always the best thing around the holidays, especially um, during this post-COVID period. All right. So, hey, let's get right into it. Um, today's episode is going to be about tipping. Yes, yes. This is a big, big thing now, tipping. Now, don't get me wrong. That's been a thing for ages, but now it's becoming more to some people a nuisance. Even now, cashiers at the cash register will flip that little tablet around and say, hey, hit me with a 10 or 15% tip. Now, usually there's a tip jar there, um, but it seems like the whole tipping culture is, to some people, becoming more aggressive. And even I'm, I'm starting to see that now. And this also is a reflection of uh, the pandemic. Um, remember, many, many, many social changes and behaviors and financial behaviors all changed since covid Right. And, you know, businesses are trying to find ways to make up for um, lost revenue. There are still businesses to this point, to this day. Now we're about a year or so out of the pandemic that is still struggling to keep afloat. Right. And they're trying to find other little ways to do that, even if it means circumventing around paying their workers more and having you pay the bit. Right. So um, we're going to I'm going to get into that today. I, I think that to me is is super important now listen all right listen everybody deserves a fair wage right now i want to get more into the casual the restaurant industry the hospitality industry um going into like places like diners and your casual places like applebee's red lobster and stuff like that um you know despite how bad or how long i wait for service i don't care if the waiter or waitress is having a bad day i'm still gonna tip because that shit is tough and it seemed like these customers after the pandemic have gotten worse. I mean, look at the chick from Waffle House back down in Texas who caught a whole fucking chair flying at her. But the crazy part about that story is that she got fired for it. There's no reason. Like, nobody should have to go through that. It's bad enough. You know, you're working in areas that are very understaffed, little to limited, little to no resources, and you're busting your ass doing long hours and then having to deal with rude customers. But yet she got fired, right? And that kind of inspired this episode today because it just seems like, you know, these businesses are not paying their workers enough. So we have to kind of fit in to help management help pay these people's wages, right? Now, some of these businesses, people depend on tips. They don't get an hourly wage. And if they do, it's not a livable wage. It's like $2, $3, you know what I mean? And then people, you know we have to make up now what i hate is when people don't tip now everybody has their reason as to why and why they tip and why they don't and i i can't quite argue against that but when it comes to me i'm fucking tipping you even if you gave me sass i'll leave you at the minimum five bucks even just for all that you understand what i'm saying i just recently went to um a local restaurant here in town and they were just about an hour away from closing now i don't want to be one of those people that 
want to show up and want a whole full-fledged meal and they wanting to close but the lady was just so damn nice um over here at the g's pancake house there's a little spot here on clarksville and shout out to them um she let me in me and my wife we had a decent meal and you know what i gave her a 20 tip you know why because she took the time the extra time and hospitality hospitality to serve me and my wife even despite the time and i'd be crazy not to not not tip her after that you understand what i'm saying like Come on, man. It's all about priorities and it's all about, you know, just doing the right thing, helping other people out. So, yeah, she let us in and, and I tipped her 20 bucks, um, went to a Waffle House not too long ago, gave the woman 15 bucks, just like that. Now, I don't sit there and do the percentage to 20 percent. Oh, fuck all that. I'm going to tip you what I feel is right. Right. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, you know, according to my calculations, I have to do 20 percent of my total. Man, fuck that. I'm not doing it. I'm going to give you a tip that I feel that you deserve, and it's always a really good tip, all right? Even when I go to supermarkets. Now, you know, some supermarkets don't let their baggers get tips. But for my military people, you know about the commissary, right? The baggers literally work there for tips, right? They don't get no hourly wage. They just work for tips, right? Now, they do have self-checkout lines, right? Cool, use that. You don't want to, you know, if you only got a few things, you know, you want to just hurry up and check out, cool, yeah. But I mean, come on, if you got a lot of stuff and you got a bagger there, you understand, tip the bagger. Come on, especially, it's usually like young young teenagers trying to like get a little legit money in their pocket. You know, you should tip them. You should absolutely tip them. You know what I mean? They get a little taste of what the workforce is like. Yes, granted, it's not hourly, but shit. You know, give them something, right? So I'm going to get a little bit more into the restaurant culture of this again. Because this, um, it just seems to be a thing. I, I read all these, um, I follow this restaurant page um, on Facebook. I'm going to give you the name right now for those Facebookers like myself. It's called Restaurant Memes, right? Now, the, the title speaks for itself. But you also do have a lot of uh, posts of shaming customers for not giving tips or writing some little snarky remarks on the receipt saying how their service should have been bad or my favorite, which is not my favorite. I'm being sarcastic. Putting ketchup all on the fucking table, spelling out how bad the service was. I think that's just utterly disrespectful. But you get the point of what the page is about. And... I look through this and I just see how horrible people can be to some of these people in a restaurant, right? You act as if, you know, these people want to work at a restaurant, right? That might just be all they can do or able to do given the moment. It's a job. I don't care what your job is. Your job is your job, right? I respect everybody's job. Like, again, not everybody's a millionaire. Not everybody is on the Forbes top 50 list of rich people. There are people that have to do the dirty work. And I show utmost respect to those people. Um, but I go through this page and I'm just looking at how people just are. But don't get me wrong. There are some people on the page that make posts and they got generous tips. I mean, very, very generous tips, right? Um, I remember there was an instance I went to Red Lobster, right? This woman was clearly in stress, right? You can tell she had a long day and the day wasn't even nowhere near done. And she's just been going through a lot. And then she kind of gave me a spiel about what's not too much into her personal life. But she's like, you know, dealing with the job stress, you know, kids, blah, blah, blah. The whole nine yards, right? Now, some people look at that as, oh, man, she's just making a story or he's making a story to kind of get tips. No, there are people out there that are legitimately stressed beyond dealing with whatever's happening at home and dealing with whatever's happening at the job. 
So I left her a pretty decent tip. I left her maybe at least like $20, $20, $25 tip. And I wish I would have saw her face. I kind of sensed it, that she, that's probably something she very much needed. And, you know, again, um, you know, it's stuff like that, paying it forward and just doing the right thing because these people don't get paid a lot and they don't have to cook your food, right? And then, you know, that's that argument of, man, you know, well, if you can't tip, you know, you should just stay home and eat. Now, I, you know, a lot of people, I, I read this on the restaurant meme page and um, some people say that that's like a, an argument against somebody who doesn't tip. Now, in this country, right? Tipping is not exactly um, necessary, but I mean, as those who work in a restaurant, I understand how frustrated it can possibly be. You're going to deal with rude customers and you're going to be saying some words, some cuss words and all the, and from A to Z, but as frustrating as it may be, and these are to all my listeners who are working in the hospitality industry, restaurant industry, even if you don't get a tip, you got to just smile and soldier on. It sounds fucked up. But you can't let one person ruin your day because I'm telling you what, when you don't get a tip from one person, you're going to get a bigger tip from somebody else. And then you just keep it pushing, right? You could only just pray for those people, right? But the counter argument of if you're too cheap to eat out, I mean, to to pay a, a decent tip, then you shouldn't eat out. Listen, again, nobody's obligated to give a tip, right? And you have to understand that from the other side of the fence as well. Now, karma has a way of working itself. I am a big, big, firm believer of karma, right? So... Whatever happens, happens. I wish bad on no one. I let the universe unravel itself the way it should, right? Um, but yeah, they 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 that they get that quite a bit as well. And I mean, go to any Waffle House, right? You see, they are working with little to none. I've been to three different Waffle House within the past six months, and and they all the same. They have little to no workers, people coming in all times of the night in big crowds limited seating everything the whole nine they work and bust their ass right and then you got like i said you the grocers the the baggers right in certain supermarkets and then the cashiers in a lot of these restaurants right like i have a local jamaican spot here and not just this jamaican spot there's other spots too that has this little kiosk thingy they flip it and you can choose to give a tip or not give a tip now that puts you in a very uncomfortable spot right now there's a there seems to be a a mental juggle when it comes to when you see a tip jar versus when you see this tablet, right? Because everybody pays mostly with debit. And with debit, you know, you, you got to pay electronically. So you're going to, you know, you're forced to see this thing in front of you where it says 10, 15, 20% or no tip, right? And then you hit no tip and you just feel like really fucked up. And you're like, damn, man. But see with a tip jar, right? It doesn't seem like the gun is pointed at your head for a tip. You just see it right there and you just subconsciously look and you see this tip jar. You're like, man, you know, I'll throw a few cents in there, a dollar or so like that. And a lot of people argue, well, should a cashier get tips? Well, you know, the, the thing is, oh, they're, all they're doing is just taking your order and pushing buttons and, and making your transaction. That's not a lot of labor work. I mean, it's still work, right? It's still work. Now, I'm not very comfortable with the electronic tip thing. I prefer to put money in a jar. But we're moving away into a cashless society where everything is going to be electronic. Most of your purchases, as I bet, on a day-to-day, -day, a week-to-week, a month-to-month basis is done on a debit card. Not a lot of people use cash anymore. And people in these businesses are starting to realize that tip jars is not a thing no more because nobody's putting money in them. You have to move it. And you know these businesses are like, man, well, I can't 
quite afford to pay these people, but hopefully people will be kind enough to give tips. You can't rely on that. And these businesses need to do better by that. They need to not sit here and think like, oh, you know, um, you know, the people will take care of it because I'll be honest, the people won't. Now, not every, these fucking notifications, I swear, these chats, I hate these chats. I got to turn that down a little bit. Um, true story. When I was in Italy, right, stationed out there for a little bit, um, I remember the first week or so, me and my wife, we ordered a pizza. And man, these notifications are still going. Sorry about that, folks. Busy night. So, <clears throat> so I was in Italy. We ordered a pizza, right? Now, this was more of an American-style pizza, but the pizza was freaking huge, right? This man brings the pizza to the hotel lobby, and I'll never forget. I pulled out a five euro, a five euro. I looked at this man, gave him the five euro. He looked at me like I was a damn fool. He looked at me like, why is this man giving me money? He already paid for the food. Why is he giving me more money? And then that's when I realized that tipping in Europe is not a big thing at all. I'm telling you, you learn a lot when you travel. You do. And in Europe, tipping is not a thing. Now, there's a service charge already to your meal, right? That's kind of like the tip to help pay the workers and whatnot. But you never have to tip. Now, I've done it even a couple of times afterwards because I felt it was the right thing. But then I stopped because I'm like, you know, these people really don't take tips. It's really frowned upon out there. It's not a customary thing. And it's not just limited to Europe. It's also in places in Asia as well. They don't do tips. Japan don't do tips. And I, and I was like, OK, but here in America and it really comes down to a wage thing. Right. Like I said, um, these businesses look for loopholes to not have to pay their workers too much. Right. So they have the workers rely on tips and then there's some restaurants that are really fucking shady that makes these waitresses split their tips among the other work with the other workers to include the line cooks and i'm like wait a minute why don't you just pay these people but you know the, the argument is like well i can't afford to pay all these people but then how are you in business this long right diners are um notorious for this right i'm gonna find an article on uh tipping right tipping culture because uh, it's starting to get a little bit out of control but um you know this is this is the new norm now right you know um let's look up the definition of gratuity right just to be clear um a gratuity is a sum of money customarily given by a customer to certain service sector workers such as hospitality for the service that they have performed right basic services and how well they do it is why we tip right um so you know um like i'm looking all right so I, I, it's funny now an article just popped up um, which also helped inspire this episode. It's on CNN Business, actually. And this um, this was actually published on December 17th. Um, the, tie, the, the headline is out of control. No one knows how much to tip. This is true because you have to measure up the service that they do versus the money giving to them if it is worth the labor. Now, again, going back to the cashiers where they flip the tablet to you, you know, you got to think like how much labor does that take to take an order and how much should I tip? How much should I tip a cashier versus how much should I tip a waiter or a waitress, right? It's, it, people, it puts a gun to your head when it comes to this. But, you know, you, 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 you figure it out it's your money at the end of the day, right? You, you tip what you feel is right. But at the same time, don't, don't be a dickhead about it, right? So I'm going to read some of this excerpt um, from CNN Business about tipping, right? Just came out about a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago um from new york a new checkout trend is sweeping across america making for an increasingly awkward experience 
digital tip jars. You order a coffee, an ice cream, a salad, or a slice of pizza and pay with your credit card or phone. Then an employee standing behind the counter spins around a touchscreen and slides it in front of you. The screen has a few suggested tip amounts, usually 10, 15, or 20%. There's also often an option to leave custom tips or no tip at all. The worker is directly across from you. Other customers are standing behind, waiting impatiently and looking over to over your shoulder to see how much you tip. And you must make decisions in seconds. Oh, Lord, the stress. Customers and workers today are confronted with a radically different tipping culture compared to just a few years ago without any clear norms. Although consumers are accustomed to tipping, waiters, bartenders, and other service workers, tipping a barista or a cashier may be a new phenomenon for many shoppers. It's being driven in large part by changes in technology that have enabled businesses, um, business owners to more easily shift the cost of compensating workers directly to customers. And then this woman... Um, says here, I don't know how much you're supposed to tip, and I study this, said Michael Lynn, sorry, um, sir, um, a professor of the consumer behavior and marketing, right? Um, so as you can see, this is becoming an issue that people just can't quite figure out, right? We're so used to tipping those who in the restaurant, but we're not used to tipping somebody at uh a cashier, right? Now you go to Target, tipping and Target and Walmart, tipping is not a thing. I don't expect a big major, major corporation like Target and Walmart to sit here and do the whole tipping thing. Cause I tell you right now, I used to work at a Target and getting tips were heavily frowned upon in your hand when you had to go help carry, do a carry out, right? I remember so many people who under the jump on the idea of getting carry outs because they were getting tips, but some people got caught on it and got fired, right? Um, that's, I don't foresee this being the thing at Target or Walmart, but it's smaller businesses, right? Target and Walmart are major billion dollar corporations. So whereas your small mom and pop business, you will more than likely come across these, um, digital tip jars because these businesses can barely pay their workers. So they have to find a way to circumvent around it. Right now, um, I'm going to read these things to know, right? Um, now yeah, so usually now with Google, when you Google something, right, um, it gives you things to know, right? Now, for example, it says gratuity. What do you pay gratuity? It says here it's extra work on the server and the automatic gratuity ensures servers earn a set a set tip amount to avoid getting shortchanged for the level of effort and put into service for the party. Next question, right? Um, let's see. What's the rule for tipping, right? I mean, we should all know this. We all, you know, it's there's a math it right um it says even if the service is poor it's recommended you leave at least 10 percent. now remember i said regardless of how bad the service is you leave a tip regardless right because sometimes these things are out of the waiters and waitresses um control how long the food takes and you know and stuff like that it may be like two people working the floor on a very busy friday night and they can't handle it all on their own or they're not in control of how long it takes to for the food to be done. So you gotta you gotta cut them some slack. It says, check your tab carefully because some places add a gratuity to the bill. You may or may not want to supplement that. For the wait staff at sit-down restaurants, the tip should be 15% to 20% of the pre-tax bill. So the pre-tax bill, that means if your meal was 20 bucks, right, before taxes, then you do the math, you do your 10, 15, 20%, or you just give them whatever you feel is right, like I do. I don't sit here and do the math. Um, now, this is the important thing it asks, too. This is another important question. What services should you tip for? Now, this is part of the reason why I'm doing this episode, because, again, we go out to eat. We feel we should tip in those areas, but it's, it's tipping a cashier, right? That's different. So it says here, 
um, obviously tipping at restaurants. That's always been the customary thing for years, right? Um, these are the people you should tip, right? But here's, it gets an odd list here. Um, server or waiter, when you go out to eat a rest, at a restaurant, leave a minimum of 15%, but preferably, preferably 20% for good service. Buffet restaurants. Things can get a little tricky here, but stick with us. Now, there's a rest, there's a few buffets where I live at, and I leave a tip too, because you have to take into account, like, okay, you're getting up and you're getting your own food. This is true, but they bring you out drinks, unlimited drinks, whether it be sweet teas, sodas, juices. They bring these out to you. They're not necessarily bringing you the food, but you know. Should you tip somebody for do, just doing that? Just bringing out a drink when you're getting your own food? Yes, because they're still providing a service, right? Even though they're just providing you drinks and you're getting your own food, it's still a service, right? Also here, takeout. Yes, definitely takeout. So, oh, excuse me. So with takeout can be very expensive for the drivers, right? Because, you know, back in the day, Domino's, Pizza Hut, all these places used to have their own cars, now they don't. People who are delivering for these places are using their own cars. So you know what comes into car um, automobile operations? Um, insurance, maintenance, gas, 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 yes, gas. These things come into play, right? Registration, insurance, gas, maintenance, wear and tear. Yeah, these things kind of add up. And even with DoorDashers, um, same deal, right? Um, they're using their cars. Now imagine doing all this during the time where you were paying four or five dollars a gallon right yes you should tip these people right i mean they travel all day right they're putting a lot of wear and tear on their car It'd be fucked up to, for them to bring a pizza or, or a nice meal and then you turn around they don't you know you don't even like tip them right it, it's kind of it's fucked it ain't kind of fucked up it is fucked up fast food restaurants now hold on I know what you're thinking fast food restaurants right what what, what restaurant would constitute are we talking like McDonald's are we talking Applebee's, but don't, you know, Applebee's is not a fast food restaurant, it's a casual restaurant, right? But again, you can't tip at a McDonald's. You can't tip at a Wendy's. You can't, you can't tip at these places. So what would constitute as fast food, right? So that's kind of a, um, kind of an odd one. And then of course, bartenders and coffee baristas, right? Now, usually bartenders, they take cash, right? There is no digital currency for a tip. They usually take cash. It's usually a tip jar right there at the bar and you know, you give them cash and whatnot and boom, there you go. Um, and coffee baristas, right? That's more like small coffee shops because Starbucks do the whole electronic tipping thing. But you go to your mom and pop coffee shop, um, they will have probably a legit, um, um, whatchamacallit thing for tipping, a tip jar. Um, and then of course it says here, um, one of those other questions, um, is it okay not to tip? Um, it says here, while 20% is the gold standard for a good tip, you can leave less if necessary, as long as you leave something. Again, I can't iterate this enough. Don't just not leave these people anything. Because you have to understand, a lot of the shit is beyond their control. They can't go back there and be like, hey, push the chef out the way and be like, yo, I'll flip this fucking burger myself and, and I'll dump the fries because obviously you take it too long. And why is there a lobster on the floor? I'll pick that up, toss it, and put a new one in. You, you can't do that. Their job is to grab food. They wait on people, grab the food, bring it to them. And again, these people can be waiting like five tables all at once on a busy Friday, Saturday night with the birthday party included. Like, come on. Like, you, you can't just not tip them anything. Even though the service is bad, I'm still tipping, right? Um, 
And then, of course, um, this is a good statistic here. It says, um, according to Go Bank, um, GoBankingRates.com, it says, is it rude to tip less than, I mean, I'm sorry, here's a better question. What percentage of Americans don't tip? Because this is important, right? It says, according to this, remarkably, a little over 7% of American adults say they don't tip at all. That's almost 19 million people. On the subject of tips, can you make any as an Uber driver? I honestly think that statistic is probably now higher. Um, this is according to, this was back in June 1st of 2022. I think it's definitely over 7% of Americans that don't tip. I'm sure of it, but maybe the numbers are right because now we have digital tip jars where now you, um, you know, you, you're, you're tipping as digital. You're not really coming out of pocket per se. Right. Um, and then we'll look up another one. Um, oh, this is a good one. This is a very good one because there's been this misnomer about, um, rich people being cheap and not tipping. But according to this, this is a question according to NGPF.org. Um, who tips more, rich or poor people? You'd be surprised. Let's see what they say. They said, they also note that, quote, anyone earning 50000 or more is likely to leave a bigger tip when getting up from the table. Those at or above that income level have a median restaurant tip of 20%. Those making less than 50000 they leave a median tip of 15, 15%. But, you know, you can't really look at people and be like, who's rich and who's poor, right? You know, not all rich people dress up glamorous and not all poor people dress up poor. So you have to look into... Um, like I say, I'm not telling the wallet to pocket watch, right? Don't pocket watch. Um, but there's always been this this discord about rich people and how they don't tip and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure they make generous tips. I mean, shit, you'd be crazy to be a millionaire and not even leave a tip. I think that's just disgraceful. But um, yeah, these are just these little, little things. So, you know, now where are we going with this, right? Where are we going in terms of a tipping society? Do you guys think it's going to be better? Do you guys think it's going to be worse? Um, I'm going to leave a Q&A on this one. Um, I like to get some feedback and email, of course. What do you guys think on tipping? You know, what's your stance on tipping? What is your biggest tip you ever gave? Right. And what and even what's your smallest tip and why? Right. So we can get a better understanding as to why people tip or why they tip too big, and why they tip so little. We can get a better understanding of that. So, hey, I'm going to wrap up this episode on uh, tipping, right? Um, I'm going to leave a Q&A for this episode, okay? And um, I want you guys to answer it, as well as an email. Drop me an email. Hey, guess what? I got my first email just recently. It took a while, but I finally got an email, and this person um, emailed me, and gave me some really good pointers on the episodes and some technical issues, I think, that some of these episodes have. Um, shout out to this dude, um, Kiyosuke, right? I don't know where you're from. Well, you did say you were from Brooklyn, which is dope because I'm from Brooklyn too. But shout out to Kiyosuke underscore VT, um, who is my very first person outside of my wife that has emailed me about my show. I do appreciate it. Thank you. And as a reminder, that email, once again, um, you could drop suggestions. Um, if you, if they have any issues with the show, if there's any technical issues or you can't hear me very well. Um, again, that's the daily mind podcast at gmail.com. Again, the daily mind podcast at gmail.com. Drop me a line, drop me a hello. And once again, shout out to Kiyosuke. Um, hope to hear more from you soon. And um, also, again, I'm going to drop the Q&A. Um, so, hey, let's wrap this up. 
Um, I do appreciate you guys listening. We're getting a nice good start to the new year. Um, I'm looking at my analytics and I'm getting more and more people. Who knows? This might become something big or it just might be an, a nice modest podcast. I'll take whatever, right? I, as long as I know at least more than one person is listening a day um, to this podcast, I know I'm doing something. I'm reaching out somewhere. And that's kind of the point, right? I mean, podcasting is a very competitive um you know, entity, right? Um, you see Joe Rogan's probably got like the number one podcast. I'm probably never going to be on the level of Joe Rogan, right? But um, like I said, I, I can't be Joe Rogan. I can't be anybody else. No Anderson Cooper. I can only be me. And I love my little podcast and those that are listening. So, hey, um, I thank you guys once again, listening to the Daily Mind podcast. We'll do another episode or try to do one tomorrow, depending on my schedule. Um and then we'll see where it goes from there. So um, don't forget to answer the Q&A. All right. So, hey, have a great evening. And I will see you again. Or I can't see you. But I'll talk to you guys another time. All right. Ciao.